This episode is sponsored by CuriosityStream. CuriosityStream is a subscription streaming service that offers more than 2,000 documentaries and nonfiction titles from some of the world's best filmmakers, including originals. With CuriosityStream, you can watch award-winning science, technology, history, and nature documentaries worldwide, on demand, and on multiple devices. This is one of our favorite homeschool resources, isn't it, Kara? It sure is. We watched um, a couple of the witch trial episodes um, when we were doing some sort of like Halloween schooling last week. Um, and plans start at just two ninety nine a month. And when you think about it, that's an amazing value. Um, it's way less than like a fancy pumpkin spice drink at you know, a coffee shop. Absolutely. Now you're going to have to come out here and do a field trip with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's in my backyard. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fall, Curiosity Stream has a ton of new fall titles. My kids just started watching the Cornfield Shipwreck documentary. Have you seen this one? No. Oh my gosh. It's about the Arabia steamboat, which was discovered in a Kansas cornfield. And it's one of the most well-preserved shipwrecks in American history. I had no idea. Really, really cool. I I've never, never heard, of heard of that. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm adding that to the queue. Yep, put it on the watch list. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> um, and in early November, they will be launching a biographical series on American history. Go to curiositystream.com slash homeschool to sign up for your free trial. And if you watch anything you love, be sure to share it with us so we can add it to our watch list. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm finally kicking this plague that I've I know. had. Oh my goodness. It will not go away. It's you got walloped there. Yeah, and it's still you can still hear it in my voice a little bit. So we are not even gonna try to record a brand new episode this week. Um nope. instead we are gonna share one of our favorite episodes, one of our top episodes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this early Huga schooling episode where we talk about getting cozy because it's kind of that time of year. It is. I think this is perfectly timed. Yeah. Starting to feel really good to get cozy. So we have this episode and then we actually have another one. Was that one from last year? It was last year. Okay. Electric light boogaloo. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) you can search for that one too. And we really like twinkle lights. We really do. We like twinkle lights, we like blankets, we like slippers, we like good books, warm drinks, our fireplaces. Oh, man. We kind of love all that stuff. Hibernating. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shutting out the outside world a little bit and then going out just for walks and, yeah, crunching leaves and pine cones, all that good stuff. Yeah. So but with um, our feet and not our mouths. Yes, yes, we <laughs> talked about that in the in the episode with Greta, which was awesome, by the way. It was, it was such a fun one. Yeah, um, and we have another really amazing interview next week. Like something that when we got when this person said yes, we both kind of had to pinch ourselves. Yeah, it's 
it's so fun so fun so we'll have a brand new episode up next week but in the meantime we wanted to share this episode encourage you to get cozy with your kids and uh we don't currently have a huga schooling challenge happening right now But you can search the hashtag and there's tons of inspiration and ideas that lots of people shared from all around the internet. So you can search that and uh, we'll be back next week. I'm so excited. I am too. Oh my gosh. I don't want to spill the beans, but I know. But I think, I think long time listeners are going to be like, oh, what? Because. (laughs) It's somebody that we've talked about from the very beginning. So it's kind of awesome. Like a dream come true. It is. I can't wait. I just can't wait. All right. Well, um, should we jump into the episode? We sure should. Okay. See you next (laughs) week, sisters. (laughs) We sure should. We sure should. (laughs) It works. We have to batten down the hatches and get cozy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, And I'll talk to you next week, Kate. Sounds good. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Happy Thanksgiving and Happy Thanksgiving. holiday season and all that good stuff. Here. Yeah, we're going to talk all about making the next few months warm and cozy and just being together and the kind of feeling that you want to bring to your homeschool. So I'm pretty pumped. I am too. <laughs> Who doesn't need that? This episode is sponsored by Native. Native creates safe, simple, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Not convinced? Check out the over 9,000 five-star reviews from their customers. Native products are formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc, and filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. And Native never tests on animals. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, plus they release new, limited additional seasonal scents throughout the year. They also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. What scent do you love, Kara? Well, this spring and summer, I was all about the cucumber mint, but then when the weather started to change, I got into the uh, coconut vanilla. It's a little bit of a warmer scent, and I I don't know. I like to change things up in the fall. (laughs) That's my favorite. That's the one I use. Oh, that's the one that you love, too? Mm -hmm. I love coconut. Actually, I love vanilla, too. (laughs) (laughs) Kara, you have a fun story about Native, right? I do. So I don't know if my mom always understands exactly what like I do. I don't. She doesn't listen to podcasts, <laughs> so I don't know if she understands really like podcasting. And it was really funny because this summer she came over for um, a lemonade stand that my daughter was doing, and it was so hot outside. And she was on her way to work after the lemonade stand, and she was like, "And I didn't bring any deodorant with, but I had a brand new Native deodorant that I hadn't even cracked open. My backup upstairs." And I brought it down and I gave it to her and she used it and she loved it. And she was like, where do I get more of this? And I, I told her about, you know, that if we talk about it on our podcast and that you can get it at nativedeodorant.com. And she was like, you talk about this on your podcast? Like she was so <laughs> impressed that we had Native sponsoring our podcast. It was, it was very exciting. So <laughs> I love that you saved the day there. <laughs> That's a yeah. great story. She was she was super pumped. And she was thrilled because it's natural, but it actually works, which we've talked about on the podcast before. Yes. That 
you work out hard. I'm just a heavy sweater, but Native does the, <laughs> does the job. <laughs> it sure does. So for 20% off your first order, go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HOMESCHOOL at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HOMESCHOOL for 20% off your first order. This episode is sponsored by KiwiCo. KiwiCo is an award-winning monthly subscription crate with hands-on projects for kids 0 to 16. It makes learning about science, technology, art, geography, culture, and math fun. Everything KiwiCo produces is designed by experts and tested by kids. KiwiCo spends over a thousand hours designing and testing every single crate. KiwiCo offers projects for every age and interest, from geography and culture, to engineering and design, to science and art, and much more. And Kara, you just had some boxes arrive at your house, right? We did. We did um, an atlas crate that was all about Japan, and then we got the um, the pinball machine in Eureka Crate. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, it's awesome. So much fun. That is so this month, we were exploring China with our Atlas crate, and we're going to make a stained glass sun catcher, which will be perfect for entering the dark yeah. season here with our doodle crate. And then we're ridiculously excited that our Eureka crate that just came, you make a card shuffling machine, which is perfect for our family because we play so many yeah. games. So I was thinking with the holidays on the horizon, this would make a great gift. And there's really something for anyone from ages 1 to 104. Totally. You know how aunts and uncles and everybody are always like, what can I get your kids? What can I get your kids? A subscription to KiwiCo because there is nothing that brings kids as much joy as getting a KiwiCo box at their door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They are like, it came. <laughs> I, I always say I used to have a closet right by – um my front door so I could hide our KiwiCo boxes when they came and now we don't have that anymore so now we just have to do them the minute the doorbell rings and the kids see them. (laughs) So to learn more about all the crates KiwiCo has to offer and to pick which ones your kids would like best go to KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters. That's KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters. Sisters listeners who follow this link will get a free trial promotion. You'll get your first month free. You'll just need to pay shipping $4.95 for the U.S. or $9.95 for international shipping. And then tell family members, this is what my kids want for Christmas. And you can avoid getting a loud, battery-operated toy that makes you want to hide in the closet. (laughs) Did you ever have that learning puppy? We never had the learning puppy. I got it like five times over the course of three kids and I kept like shipping it off and it kept coming back. Like, no. Like I got to know the shape of the box when the kids would be opening and I was like, no, it's the puppy again. I can't handle it. As someone sensitive to sound, it is just too much going on with that puppy. My son got a tickle me Elmo for Christmas one year. And it, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a tickle me Elmo. It was the cartwheeling Elmo. I don't even think it stuck around that long, but he got a cartwheeling Elmo and he was afraid of it. And not only did he not want the toy, he literally would not go to bed that night until he saw me outside putting it in the garbage can. Oh no. (laughs) And I felt so bad. So I like put it in the garbage can and then I dug it out and like 
wiped it off really well so we could take it to goodwill because i'm like i'm throwing away this perfectly good toy just because he's afraid of it but it was it it did like a little song and it was like now it's cartwheel time and it would do like cartwheels and he was like no (laughs) cartwheel out of my house (laughs) he was terrified of it and it's funny now at the time it was not funny because how do you explain Nothing's funny when your kid doesn't sleep. how do you yeah when that relative comes over how do you explain what happened to cartwheeling elmo <laughs> oh and, i don't know where he is yeah and your two-year-old saying he went in the garbage you know <laughs> any learning puppy again mom yeah <laughs> so, so speaking oh. of the holidays <laughs> And trying to stay calm. <laughs> yes. How do how do we tra- transition out of this one? <laughs> We're going to talk about hygge schooling today. And I'm excited about the fun. Okay, so hygge is everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. A, a couple years ago, I read something and I thought, that is brilliant. How do I learn more? And there was nothing. There was like one blog post written by a lady. Yes, I know it. who you're talking about. I know that one. Yes. <laughs> And now, literally, Target has a book, you know, on its shelves right out in front. It's everywhere. Everybody is, like, obsessed with this idea, which I don't know where that comes from, but I like it. (laughs) I like it. I think our society is just too busy, and we're obsessed with being busy, and oh my gosh, I'm so crazy busy. Right. Everyone's saying, and we all kind of desire to slow down and not be. (laughs) For a long time, it was like a badge of honor to be like, I'm, I'm busy. Which means I'm doing it right. And all the rest of you people at home watching television on the couch, you're doing it wrong, you know. And now it's, it is it is sort of changing. People are realizing that busy is not where it's at. You, no. need, you need coziness and peace and warmth and comfort, which are all the, all the things that... Because huga, which we're choosing to say is huga. We've heard huga and huga, but we're saying huga, right? <laughs> is that what we... We were going back about back and forth about pronunciation. Someone, somebody is gonna, yeah, somebody's gonna hear Huga, this. Huga, it like, all means uh, the same thing here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so we, we will not judge your pronunciation. We're gonna do our best. We're not gonna say Higgy. <laughs> That's about all we can promise. Higa, Higa. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have a direct translation into English, but kind of the closest is like coziness and. Um, it's Danish Mm -hmm. and, uh, there's a book about it. The little book of Huga. Have you read that one? No, that's on my list. Oh, it's so good. I was going to ask you about that one. There's a whole bunch of books about it. Actually, there are, I was looking because I wanted to read about the one you posted about. Yeah. Cause I've seen that one a whole bunch of times. I just, I love this one. The layout is so pretty and I'm so glad that I, have it because I go back to it a lot. You know how you sort of question, should I buy that book? Should I not buy that book? Um, this one I'm glad I own because I, I just went back to it recently because I was feeling like our homeschooling needed a little, we needed to shift. Like we've, you know, we've been at it like two months now and I was feeling this okay, we need to change something. So my first instinct was I'm going to get some new curriculum materials and I'm going to get some new books and we're going to just kind of inject some new life into everything. And then the day that I was sitting down to do my planning, 
it snowed. And I'm not even kidding. I had this like moment of like, I felt like the snow was a gift because it just reminded me of the season that's coming and that there's already going to be so much on our plates because Mm -hmm. of just various holiday things and, um, two winter birthdays and everything else. And what I really want is a feeling of home and togetherness and, we're in the process of looking for a house. And so it's just felt like this place isn't really, this place has sort of become like temporary in my mind. And so instead of buying a new math program or, you know, buying a new science curriculum or whatever, I just instead started thinking, okay, I want to focus on how things feel here instead of on like hardcore I don't know, homeschool, got to change all the things and really hit it hard with like time for everybody to learn algebra. You know, it was just, I don't know. (laughs) But that is always the tendency to switch things up and to buy something new when things either aren't working or you're just feeling like you're in the doldrums a little bit Yeah, with your homeschool. Yeah. So instead I put up twinkle lights and I ordered some new battery operated candles from Amazon (laughs) because this book that I love so much, one of the things it talks about is bringing in light because, you know, this time of year it gets dark after daylight savings time. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. And it impacts your mood or I speak for myself here, like big time Totally. and energy level. I just kind of want to curl up and hibernate until... It's over. <laughs> Until it changes back to not being dark at 4.30. Where's my sunshine? Yeah. I know totally. one day we were out hiking and it it was right, maybe the day of, after the time change. And I was just on my old schedule and it started getting dark and we were too far away. I was like, we got a motor. <laughs> Sun's going down. <laughs> Which is super easy to do with three kids, right? To get them to I all know. of a sudden and step like, on it and you know, head out. 15. <laughs> So this book, like it starts out and it talks about light and lamps and everything else. Now I am not going to change out my lamps, but some of the things I do for light are I add a bunch of twinkle lights, like an obscene amount of twinkle. (laughs) Like my husband grimaces when he comes home. (laughs) I learned you can actually buy like ones with battery packs in them that you don't even have to plug in. So you don't even need an outlet. Yeah. You can buy ones that are stars. You can buy ones that are moons. Uh, They have everything. I mean... Amazon, I'm not even kidding. The selection of twinkle lights. And then the battery operated candles, because candles are a big part of Huga. But when you're a parent with young kids and Mm -hmm. pets and life and all that stuff, you don't always want to leave like a thousand lit candles all over your house. So they even have little the ones um the battery pack ones and they flicker. So it just adds that warmth and everything to it. And uh, candles, of course, too. Real candles. Mm-hmm. Yummy smelling candles. Which I just got some delicious yummy smelling candles from a certain <laughs> businesswoman. A little, <laughs> and they're fantastic. A little businesswoman who lives in my house? 
Yes. And I just needed to order more because I was like, gosh, I need to use one of these. I was going to give them away as gifts, but then the kids and I were like smelling them. She has come like, up with some really good, the vanilla cinnamon oh, one. She, well, it's rice yes. pudding, but it's, it's vanilla and cinnamon mainly. And it's like, like the, my favorite. It's like Trader Joe's tea in a candle. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so we have a lot of, we have a lot of those going for sure. And, um, I wish we had a fireplace. Every place we look for, I'm like, does it have a fireplace? <laughs> we live at the wood stove from, I mean, my kids were chomping at the bit to get our wood stove lit and fall took longer this year to get here. It just wasn't cold. And then all of a sudden it happened. And the joy that was the wood stove lighting the first time is just, it's, there's something about sitting by the fire. Yeah. It makes everything easier. Like, you don't like your math? Just go do it by the fire. (laughs) Right. on the floor. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's better. Okay. Speaking of like, do your math by the fire, like what, what kinds of things do you change at your house, um, this time of year? We definitely, I know we play games all the time. We play way more games in the winter. My game closet is a disaster (laughs) right now because people are just pulling it in and shoving it back. And, um, we read more books. We spend more time reading books. I don't want, I don't worry if we're haven't moved on by a certain time in the morning. Right now we're reading wonder and oh. actually we're not reading it. I got audible cause I would just ball through that whole, I just would not be able to read it aloud. And so the audible is great. And we are just, there was one day yes, yesterday or the day before we just did that for hours because the movie's coming out and my kids want to see it. And there's, it's all we talk about. We ended up getting the 365 days of wonder. So we're doing copy work from that. And the kids are creating little books of Mr. Brown's precepts that they can keep themselves, which I think ties in so well with, you know, the holidays and being kind and grateful. That's awesome. Okay. Two questions. One, did you see Aaron Vincent made a wonder? Yes. What are those things called? Yes. Um, we can link to it. Aaron at nourishing my scholar. So awesome. She comes up with, she had a a Harry Potter one. She did too. Just really, really cool. And then, um, okay. Are are you going to go see the movie? I am. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't think I can. Oh, I'm in a ball. They already know. Like, <laughs> I cry all the time. My I think kids I need are to, like, like watch I embarrass it them in my room with the covers over my head. I think I would just. I'm just gonna sob the whole time. Yeah, there's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Well, yeah. that's good though. Good for you. So Anytime I, there's a touching part in the audible, my kids are all like, "Whoosh! Look at mom!" Like, mom's crying. <laughs> But it's so good. Mom is. (laughs) Such a good book. We definitely do the same. More books, more games, more audiobooks. Um, I just got the cutest puzzle. It's like, it's gnomes in the forest. And okay, so we talked about this because you are, you're the game master. So I always ask you for game suggestions, but I know you guys also do puzzles a lot. So I was asking, like, how do you... Do you have a table where you keep a puzzle or how I'm just trying to decide. I almost want to just buy a card table or something. I think you should. It'd be worth it. We have, um, a big kitchen Island. So since we did our kitchen, we spend all our time there and the dining room that we used to use is only used for holidays basically and puzzles. (laughs) So we, in the winter, we clear the dining room table and it's just the way it's set up in my house. It's in between the kitchen and the playroom. So you float through there a lot and you just kind of do a puzzle. 
when you want to. And sometimes we finish them really quickly and sometimes it takes longer just because of life. But we have one that needs to be finished because I'm hosting Thanksgiving. It's like almost <laughs> done. <laughs> like, come on guys. We bought this. Mom needs the table now. <laughs> it is funny. the dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> finish up the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As of this recording, you have what five days or something? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We uh, we we did a, a Nancy Drew cover puzzle last year. I love that puzzle. So cool. Wasn't that one of the White Mountain puzzles? I think too? it might. Those have been. are my favorite. Yeah, I I bought it for my daughter, quote unquote, for her birthday. Yep. <laughs> and then I was the one that was sitting there, like, I need a piece of the secret of Larkspur Lane or whatever. So. <laughs> I loved it though. And we would just sit there listening to an audiobook or even um Yes, that's what we do. You know, having like a show on in the background, like a Christmassy movie or you know, something like mm-hmm. that. It's so nice. We always watch White Christmas every year. And I don't know, there's just those Christmas classics and stuff and I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. My husband does not. We're not compatible with Christmas movies, but I need to watch it and it's re- it's a long one and he just <laughs> He doesn't get it. I mean, actually, he had never seen it until a couple of years ago, and I made him watch it. And he was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> so now I told him he's banned if he doesn't appreciate it. I think the last twelve minutes of that movie could cheer anybody up, like on any day. Oh, you could just so put good. that on. I yeah, know. I love that. And you know, that kind of thing can be can be school some days, like making popcorn and just like watching yes. a really good movie together, and um. I don't know. I think we we need to take a little of the pressure off of ourselves this time of year to you know, we, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff going on. And if you think about it, I'm sure kids at school are having days where they're doing Christmas crafts or mm-hmm. um performances. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's okay. I just reorganized my crazy tea station and I feel so happy whenever I look at it even though it is the clear indication of a pretty serious addiction issue um (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you You there are so many worse things to be addicted to I know I know but I I posted on Instagram and somebody was like you know I have a tea cabinet where I keep all mine and I was like that's what I need I need to hide my shame like I need to be able to put it up and away somewhere because people can see it the minute they walk in my kitchen but but it's it's actually nice and we um so we have like our kettle and then you know lots of different kinds of tea and then I found I'm, I'm experimenting with loose leaf tea a little bit and at the wild and free conference this year they had little tea bags that you can fill because part of what keeps me from doing tea, loose leaf tea, is that there's just like all this fruity, chunky, leafy mess yes. every time. And I'm like, ugh. And I don't want to deal with it because I'm lazy, apparently. And so I found these, they had these bags at Wild and Free. And I was like, that is awesome. And you just fill them and they're disposable. And part of me thinks that I'm contributing to landfill issues. And another part of me is like, you know, I, I cloth diapered my kids and I yep. am really careful about only using paper towels to clean up pet related messes. Let me have this, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So, and then we have hot chocolate stuff. We always like to have hot chocolate toppings and marshmallows. Yes. 
And that just uh, makes homeschooling so much more magical. If you can, there's something about doing whatever work. If you have a hot beverage, I mean, it's what I do when I have to sit down and write an article or something. I always make the first thing I do before I even start is make a hot cup of coffee or tea, Right. depending on what time of day it is and how much caffeine I've had. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And my kids, whenever they go out and play in the snow, I always, the minute they go outside, I, well, I used to have to go outside with them, of course. (laughs) So I'm not, if your kids are like two and a baby, we feel you. (laughs) Yeah. You don't feel like you need to do this. Um, but you know, we, um, now that they're, my kids are 10 and 13, they go outside to play in the snow and I immediately start a pot of hot chocolate on the stove and, um, we have spray whipped cream in the can is on the grocery list every single week for, (laughs) love it (laughs) for, uh, winter so that they, they can have that. And they like to put, you know, marshmallows or, um, the caramel ice cream topping stuff. I mean, they go all out. It's we'll okay. often make it in the crock They're pot kids. if we have a busy day <gasps> so we can come to it or hot oh. apple cider. Cause we live in like a lot of farms around us. And yes. so there's fresh apple cider and I just toss it in with some cinnamon sticks and cloves. And I spices. love that. Yeah. You know, the, um, caramel apple spice at Starbucks. Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a recipe I found somewhere. We'll see if we can link to it. That's the copycat for that. And you do it in the crock pot and it's basically just what you said. It's apple cider with cinnamon sticks and cloves and a couple other spice type things. But then it's just like caramel sauce, but you just put mm-hmm. it in there and then you top it with, um, whipped cream and a drizzle of caramel. And it's like, not only is it delicious, but you also just saved yourself like $4. It's yeah, great. Seriously. And, <laughs> and we even buy, we have, um, tons of mugs, of course, and travel mugs and the travel mug that you talked about in an episode, a couple, did it change your back. life? <gasps> It's totally changed my life. It's the only travel mug I have that doesn't leak everywhere and make a huge mess. It keeps things warm for, I'm pretty sure, like 48 hours. I don't know how long, but forever. (laughs) And it's so smart. It says right on it, you know, if you make something and you're using boiling hot water, like wait three minutes and then put the lid on. And so then it's hot, but it's not. Dangerous. Yeah, because you could like burn every taste bud off your tongue. That yes. is not going to cool down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's so good. But the other thing we do, and again, I am trying to reconcile my recycling green leaning tendencies, but we do buy um, some travel to go mugs too, because it's just, or cups, because it's just nice um, if you have something with like whipped cream and, you know, yeah, fancy drinks like you don't want to like hot chocolate and stuff that doesn't always work great in a travel mug so we we do have some mm-hmm. of those or if we have um you know people come over and they can set up their own little hot drink um so fun. like for um trick-or-treating yeah all the adults set up their own little hot drinks so we have some to go oh, cups and then um yeah, so so it's just nice. That's like another little bit of coziness and we have these um that my kids get excited about that we only use in winter. I registered when we got married for Irish whiskey coffee cups. Like I don't even drink 
Irish coffee, Irish whiskey, (laughs) Irish coffee. (laughs) I don't drink whiskey. And for some reason it was like one of these things that everyone was like, you have to register for stemware and glassware. And I was like, but so I have these, we only use them at like holidays and with my kids in the winter. And then we were given Matt's aunt gave us her old, um, what is it? Punch bowl. Punch bowl. Okay, got it. It's like a fancy crystal punch bowl from forever ago. And I don't use the punch bowl necessarily, but the little crystal cups that it comes with, they're itty-bitty with like little teacups. I use them with the kids all the time, and they feel so fancy with hot beverages. And also with green smoothies, because if you want your kids to drink some green (laughs) (laughs) crystal... But green smoothies aren't hygge. Green no, smoothies are so yeah. But while I'm sharing tips, yeah, you have your green smoothie in the morning, and then you have your follow it up with hygge hot beverage with all the sprinkles in the afternoon. And marshmallows. Because okay, so one of the things I love about this book is that it talks about how um, you know in the in the winter uh, how it's all about you know like warm stew and meaty things and um and then pastries and there and he was like you know basically that that waistlines tend to expand a little bit in the winter and (laughs) and the thing is I do find myself the wanting to cook more and make those things that take longer on the stove and I have to share um because your house smells so good. Oh, man. There's something about that soup smell or, you know, it's just... Yeah. Or the hot apple cider smell. It's just sort of magical. Or baking bread. Yes. So my favorite... Oh, we're doing the Mr. Whiskers bread today. Oh, you are? From Cranberry... Yep. Oh, oh, from Cranberry yep. Thanksgiving. We did that on Monday. Yes. So good. So exciting. Are you using raisins? No, because my youngest doesn't like raisins. He thinks they're the devil. He knows so. what's up. Exactly. <laughs> they're, I like raisins. They're grapes that gave up. No. Um, <laughs> I, I never use the raisins either. I, I, they're, no, they, I, I just don't like them. Um, but they're so good. And, oh, that bread is so good. So we make, we always make that like around Thanksgiving. That's a tradition for us. And we read the book, Cranberry Thanksgiving. But then... As soon as that's over, we start making the Swedish Christmas braid, which is a recipe I got from the blog Angry Chicken years and years and years ago, and it's amazing, and it's like cardamom goodness. I can't even, and we make it constantly all throughout winter, and it's it just smells like happiness. I can't even explain it. And I've figured out how to make the dough in the bread machine. So you can oh, do that you have part, to send this to me. But you do you end up braiding it. So it like the the you know you can bring it to like a gathering or whatever and people are like wow it's so fancy. You're so fancy. You made that and it's like it, it seriously the the hardest part is the braiding. You have to start in the middle and then braid down and then braid back up but it's, it's not hard. And so I make, um, the dough in the bread machine and then we make them 
all the time. It is, it's so good. It's good with, my son likes lemon curd on it. I don't love lemon curd on it. I honestly just usually eat it standing up at the counter with nothing like (laughs) 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 while I drink my tea, but it's really, really good. So we make that a ton and that just feels really cozy and warm. And then, um, so our friend Shauna for my birthday gave me the book for the love by such a good book. Uh Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Jen Hatmaker. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Look at that. I can um, never think of titles and authors, but I came through there. <laughs> you saved me. Whoa. You saved me. So in that book, she has a recipe for beef bourguignon. And I saw that. Okay. So I read it and I'm like, I am a vegetarian. I am never going to be able to make this. I, it, it's complicated. There's like a bunch of steps. Everything has to be seared and first you do the bacon, then you take that out, then you do the beef, then you take that out. And then, you know, later on you have to do mushrooms in a different pan. And I'm like, this is really complicated. It's not complicated. The first time I made it, this is what we talked about in the episode with Samantha Barnes, where the first time I make a recipe, I have to just take a minute. I have to look at it. I can't have distractions. I can't have people wanting to help and ask questions and everything else. And that's a part of my personality that is just part of what makes me weird? I don't know. But I, I, so I went through it and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't that hard. And I did it and my family went bananas. Oh, and I make it then. everybody loves it. They're like, it, it, yeah. So now, now I can make it. It's not hard. And she says in there, she's like, this is a one pot meal basically. And it's not hard. It's just taking it one step at a time and not getting overwhelmed. And it takes, a long time, but there's something really nice about that. Actually, like if you like have a the perfect time, Sunday supper, supper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you have the time to do it, it's good. I would definitely say, like, don't try to make this like your Christmas meal and cook it for the first time on Christmas Eve and be crying in your kitchen because you know. Kara told me. Yeah. <laughs> Kara and Jen Hatmaker ruined my Christmas. No, don't do that. That's bad. Um, but it, and she's like, it's a crowd pleaser. I'm like, anytime anybody comes over from now on, it makes your house smell like, um, I don't even, I've, France. I've never been to France. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Julia Child was there. It's the ghost of Julia Child. That's what it is. It's like, oh my gosh. It's just so good. And I don't eat meat and I'm still like, this is incredible. It's it's just, so anyway, things like that, you know, and just taking the time to make things like that and slowing down and stuff. So we use the bread machine more. My husband and I are gluten-free, but the kids love to make it. And I just love the smell of bread. I haven't mastered a gluten-free bread machine. I heard that you need a new bread machine now that there's a gluten-free craze. <laughs> I haven't had success with the one we currently have, but my kids love it. I bet there's probably somebody out there listening right now who could give us an idea for a good gluten-free bread that would... You would make me so happy. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> has that, head to thehomeschoolsisters.com. Leave a, leave a comment on this episode. <laughs> We have the best listeners we, that are always solving our problems. We do. It's awesome. It's like a little, it's like a little community of. It really is. Of sisters. Yeah. Of sisterhood. It's, it's yeah. great. 
One of the things my kids really love in the winter is to come down to baked oatmeal. So we'll often make baked oatmeal in the afternoon and then put it in the fridge. And then I pull it out when I come downstairs in the morning and pop it in and it's delicious. And there's so many ways to vary it up. So you could, our favorite is blueberry with a little bit of coconut in it, but like we just had a pumpkin one. We've done berries. We had like a million apples left a few weeks ago. So we just chopped up apples. You'll have to share a link. There's something about. Yeah. So that we can. Because that blueberry coconut idea sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Ooh. It's delicious. And it's it. a dairy-free. I have two little dairy-free kids, so it's dairy-free, but it doesn't taste weird. It's really, really good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I I like that, too, having kind of a slower start to our day, enjoying something hot for breakfast together, um, you know, just trying to slow down a little bit. I, I feel like... The seasons can help us really, like, figure out what we can be doing each time. Like, we've talked about before, in the fall and in the spring, it's so much easier to do science. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, I have to link to it, I saw this really cool astronomy thing, and I thought, like, in the winter... That would be such a good time to pursue it. Um, We have a moon phases calendar up and I want to get this astronomy study and you know work on that a little bit too because just the night sky is is really nice and it gives you a reason to go outside even though it's cold you know that's I need, a great idea I need a little more inspiration to get outside when it's cold <laughs> well I have a book for you if you're doing that because and I might butcher the title here but I will share the link I think it's called what we see in the stars and it's a picture book but so many facts and it's amazing. I've been trying to read. We, we try most nights to read a page a night to go through it, but it's so, so good. Oh, awesome. And it's just a beautiful book. Like I'm giving it to people for Christmas. I'm not going to say which people. (laughs) I'm kind of thinking that a good family gift would be a telescope maybe this Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure though. So I'm going to do a little research into that, see if I can find a good telescope that um, could help us do some astronomy stuff this year. I think that would be nice. And That would be really fun. Okay, so do you guys hike in the winter? We do. So it's funny. We, we're outside a lot. I have a harder time in the winter with hiking, although we do snowshoe. And now I'm at a level now where my youngest can keep up. So we have kids snowshoes that I can actually link to because they fit you for multiple years. The ones that we originally had, although we might upgrade them this year because they're pretty independent. But, um, I recently for my own mental health, (laughs) I need to be outside daily just for sunshine. And I just like hiking. And so my kids sometimes have battled me on this. They're always fine. Once we hit the trails, once we get there and we're walking, they're fine. It's the the grumbling beforehand getting us there. And so we, we did a couple different things. I showed them a video. I think it was, um, 
Who's the doctor that was in far? I think he was in forks over knives and he wrote the book, how not to die. And he has oh. nutritionfacts.org. Okay. So we'll often watch those because my daughter's really into nutrition and I kind of am too. So they're little snippet videos and they all have medical facts and my kids just love eat it up. So he had something recently just talking about how you could almost say, and I'm going to butcher what he said too, but I can link the video. You could almost claim that not walking an hour a day is detrimental to your health. Like there's basically, it's a no brainer. You should be walking an hour a day. So I use that as justification that when we hike, we're just going to hike an hour and see what happens. We're just going to go out there. And I've showed you how long it takes us to hike. Like we're at like a one mile an hour pace most of the time. (laughs) I am not rushing them. This is not like, this is just us outside seeing what happens, but it's been working. And then another thing I did is, um, the, the place that we go to, we have conservation land nearby and we took a trail map and we have the kids highlight uh, and there's a huge trail system. So we highlight our path the day that we did it in different colors and we write the date. And so they're trying to, it's almost like a puzzle. They're trying to hit every path. We don't have like a deadline, but it's a fun way. You know, what are we going to do today? Who's, who's picking which trail we start at today? Oh, so that's I love helped. it. Oh, yeah. See, I think a big part of the whole Huga thing is embracing winter instead of, <laughs> I used to really dread winter. And, Me too. you know, when, when I had little tiny kids, it was easy to get kind of down in the winter. And they're sick all the time. <laughs> well, they're sick all the time and it's cold and trying to get everybody bundled up to go anywhere. And then they need and to go to the bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Or the mittens. We still have this. Like the mittens are not fitting correctly or the sleeves don't feel good under the jacket. We still, I had my first glimpse of that this week where I was like, oh boy, deep yeah. breath. <laughs> But it's going to be okay. It's just like what you said. Like once you get out there, Mm -hmm. it's great. Like there was, um, I wrote a post. Oh gosh. It was a couple of years ago now about, um, a snow picnic and we've tried to do snow picnics when it's not frigid, bitter wind, you know, chapped faces and frostbite. And it's work to get out there the door, especially if you make hot chocolate beforehand or if you make some cookies beforehand or whatever, but it, it's so good once you're out and you're doing it and it makes everyone so much happier. And also like, cause we live in New Hampshire and we get pummeled with snow. If you can go out for a hike the morning that you've had a snow, even though you kind of don't want to, you kind of want to be lazy. If you're breaking trail, like when the trees are all you know, hanging over and snow covered. It's so pretty. It's so magical. Yeah. It is magical. Yeah. And I think, you know, it kind of ties into, there's like a Scandinavian saying about there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothes. So mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, I invested in stuff. I always buy the kids snow pants. I always buy the kids, um, you know, new boots, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure that everybody has gloves and mittens and hats and scarves and everything. But I was running around in like my Converse tennis shoes and a sweatshirt, you know, and then wondering why I was miserable all winter. So I made myself buy, I call it my baked potato coat. It's like it's lined. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. It. <laughs> yeah. It's cause it's lined, but it's like, it's very lightweight. So mm-hmm. I like that because I don't like big bulky 
nothing, you know, coats, but oh, I you should love see it. Me. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really warm, but it's lined. I got myself a good thick pair of gloves that I can still mm-hmm. function in. I got myself actual snow boots. And then last year my family got me snow pants for Christmas. And it's like, it changes everything because when everybody's like, let's go sledding, let's go sledding. And I'm like, I don't want to go sledding. I don't want to be cold and wet. And, 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 and now I'm like, who wants to go sledding? So yeah, it's really good. Just I, having I the am right gear. Like I look like a marshmallow. I am yeah. always cold. So I have all the layers and I'm all puffy, but I will say something. My kids started skiing the last two years with my husband. I'm not a skier, but they, he invested, he went to Costco and got those hand warmers that stick, yeah. stick in your mittens and your yeah. socks. And I'm always cold and I swear something's wrong with my circulation, my hands and my feet, but I broke them out. I remembered he had those. And last week, cause it was cold. I stuck them on my socks before we went hiking and it was magical. I was so toasty and we came home at night and they were still on my socks and I had forgotten. And he was like, what do you have on your feet? Like, well, yeah. Okay. I broke into the, <laughs> and then the, the ski gear, the travel mug that you were talking yes. about. So you're out and you can actually like be drinking something that's still warm mm-hmm. and it just feels feels like it's just, it's just a lot happier and easier. And, um, it just feels it's, it's, I don't know. It's fun. It's, I have to buy another one of those because this is kind of funny since I told you about how magical it is. I have two and one of them, my little, uh, STEM lovers were so fascinated by how well it worked that they may have, somebody took my lit apart. Oh no. (laughs) One of them. I like was so mad. (laughs) I like the kids have a tinker kit. They never fail to like take apart something that's really cool. And I was like, who did this? And no one would fess up, but someone took it apart to see if it would work. And I can't figure out how to get it back. So I have one functioning lid. So I wouldn't recommend like talking about how cool it is. If you have a little engineer type (laughs) kids in your house, because they'll want to see because it is, oh, it's no. magical. Like you can lock it and you can put it in your purse upside down and it won't spill. It, it Yeah. It's amazing. But, I, and I will tell you, like I, we used to have a rule in our house. You cannot take anything apart until you ask the person who it belongs to because oh, we have that rule thing. too. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would have things or we would have things reappropriated in yeah. ways where it was like, okay, that is not an animal trampoline. What are you doing with, you know, whatever. So yeah, we had to make that a a rule in our house. We had several years where the real rule worked and then we had this happen. And also my husband owns a harmonica and it's an actual one. And that was taken apart. Oh, geez. (laughs) Because that was really cool too. They want to see how it worked. And I was like, that's, but that's a real one. That's not like a kid harmonica. Like dad, could play that if he wanted to. Well, and you, yeah. In all the free time he has. You have this, like, I'm upset that you took it apart, but also it's really awesome I, that I you're understand. that motivated to learn and I get it, but you can't. We could have gone to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you can't steal other people's stuff just because you're curious how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we talked <laughs> a little bit about the little book of Huga. Um, any other books that you are learning from or embracing this time of year? I feel like we mention it all the time, but simplicity parenting is just, this is a good time to reread that once, you we know, as just, the holidays are yeah. upon us and you're trying to purge all the things because you know that you're going to be getting stuff from people and 
Yeah. We were just talking about that before we started recording, just mm-hmm. unrelated to this specific episode, but just in general, because it comes up all the time for us. The urge to purge. Yes. <laughs> I am reading right now the Nordic theory of everything. And Ooh. I'm, I just started it, but I like the cover. you know, the thing is, <laughs> I'm going to show my poor geography skills, like everything up there, <laughs> everything in that Nordic cluster, we're going to call it over there. Yeah. Over, over there, up in the, up in the top. Um, <laughs> everybody's happy, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like, um, you know, Finland is figuring out the school system and yep. the Danish people are the happiest on earth. And oh, everybody's gosh. just like letting their babies nap in their strollers outside and when being kind to each other and yeah. riding their bike everywhere. So I'm we're ice skating. Did you I'm see curious. that viral video? Was it last winter? I don't think so. Oh, I'll have to. I'm going to search for that because it gave my kids. I want to say it was Finland, but maybe it wasn't. Was it in <laughs> the Nordic? It's just cluster? like the world is. <laughs> yeah, it was over there. <laughs> Up there, over there. Up, up and over. And everything yeah. was frozen, and everybody was ice skating to get places. That's awesome. And it was put that to music. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my I'll have gosh. To, I'll have to dig it up. Okay. Because I know my kids will want to see it again, yeah. too. But it brought that. They were sure. like, can you imagine if we lived in a place where you could just go out the door? I'm like, I, it's like their dream come true. <laughs> my kids love to ice skate, too. I should bring that up. We snowshoe and ice skate, and we have a little teeny pond. I think I've mentioned before if my house were to catch on fire because I live in a rural area, the fire department would shoot the pond water at my house. So when that freezes over, we go over there and um, ice skate for a little bit. And it's not that deep. So there's no, like, you know, the cracked ice concern. It's not a stressful sort of, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Fun. Yeah. And if someone starts crying because, you know, the sock is, feels bad or whatever, you can send that one back (laughs) (laughs) and they can watch from the window. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Before we go, we need to talk about something that's bringing us joy. So it's bringing you joy this week. <laughs> so twinkle lights for sure. But my oldest is so excited about Christmas this year that I think I mentioned in the last episode, he, I promised him we would put up Christmas November 1st and then he actually ended up not feeling well. So we did it a couple days after that. So we have all the twinkle lights up and he's been so excited about Christmas trees that I had a coupon at Michael's and we went and bought an artificial tree. And it's like this super skinny, like it just, it fits in my kitchen, this tall skinny tree that they decorated with cheap ornaments that we got. They want to do silver and blue and they're non-breakable ornaments. They're plastic. They look like the glass ones, but you can spike them on the floor <laughs> and they won't break because I tested because <laughs> I don't need that stress in my kitchen. Yeah. And they, this tree is on all day long. It brings them such joy and just watching them being excited to like scamper down the stairs in the morning and turn on the Christmas tree. It's just the cutest it's just magical. I love that. And you have totally inspired me because the layout of our house was originally designed around our cast iron piano. Mm-hmm. The insides of our piano are, are it's cast iron. So it takes wow. like several grown men in a moving truck to <laughs> move it. We literally like, we can't even 
you can't even like push it down a few feet. It's just where it is. And so what happened is we really can't have a Christmas tree upstairs. So we have to have our Christmas tree in the basement. So if you're just looking at the main level of our house, we don't have a tree. And now I'm thinking, uh, well, we are sure as heck going to go get a little tree. That's a great idea. It was not, it was like $39. You can Mm -hmm. use it every year. I'm just going to, it's skinny enough that I can bring it up the stairs. I don't even think I have to take it apart. Like I think it's just going to be in our attic when I'm done with it. And then also the kids convinced me because I was feeling generous and magic with the magic. They bought this other little tree that they call the Charlie Bounty. It's like two feet high and it's sparsely, I don't know, some it's actually very smelly. It smells funny. <laughs> like I might put it outside for a little bit, but it's a fake tree that we got at Michael's and they put some of those twinkle lights on and it's on a timer. So I think they put it on at like two, two thirty. So the whole afternoon that Perfect. they're up until they go to bed, they have their little Charlie Brown tree in the playroom. Oh, I love it. Yeah. We sort of drove my husband crazy this week. <laughs> you know, like, it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> it'll get there. It'll, it will yeah. be, it will be Christmas soon. <laughs> and I do feel guilty about all the double A batteries that we go through between now and February, but it just brings us so much joy to have. I feel like last winter was the first winter where I felt like it was not always stressful with my kids. Cause they were just a little bit older and a little bit more independent and they enjoyed the winter things more. And keeping the twinkle lights up last year longer. Cause we kept them up, I think until it was through February to survive February. And it was so worth it. There was something about those lights. So I was like, we'll just start in November and I'll just be from November to, you know, March <laughs> with all the lights. That's perfect. You need light yeah. this time of year. You need to bring that in and that's great. Yeah. So what about you? What's bringing you joy? I have started listening to a new podcast and last episode we talked about the podcast app and iPhone did this weird update and it was like, you know, and so I switched to overcast and now I've been using it for a few weeks and I still love it. So it's good. And I've been listening to Harry Potter and the sacred text. Have you listened to that yet? No. It is so good. And it, sort of ties into the whole who good thing for me because I'm feeling very like I just want to curl up with my kids and read Harry Potter and watch the movies and then from this perspective of looking at it what they do is they take each chapter and they look at it through um, a certain idea like courage or gratitude or I mean it's just it's so it's so good so kid friendly you know I don't I don't know if kids would dig it because it's a little, um, I don't know. I, I, it, it isn't kid not friendly. I mean, there's no swearing. There's nothing in a, well, so far (laughs) (laughs) watch the next episode. That's when it's all. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, um, like inappropriate at this point. It's just a little bit like, um, you know, they're using, um, different spiritual practices Mm -hmm. to analyze the text. And so things like that, I just don't know if kids would kind of think it was maybe a little, a little boring, you know? Um, but it, if for my adult brain, it feels like all cozy and nice and warm and I just listen to it and it's just, um, 
it's helping me enjoy the books all over again as a grown up. And, you know, first, first you read the books the first time and then we got to see all the movies and it was like, Oh, I get to enjoy the books again. And then, you know, now this is giving me another way to look at everything through, um, you know, it kind of ties into all that personality stuff we talked about in the podcast with Courtney, where, um, you know, why are the Dursleys the way they are? And, you know, um, why did they treat Harry the way they do? And, um, you know, the last episode I just listened to is about when Hagrid comes and brings him a cake. And it's like the first bit of kindness that Harry's had in his life and how Hagrid trying to introduce him to the wizarding world is so sweet and generous and caring. And I just love it. It's just making me feel really good right now. So let me ask you a question. Have you done the audiobooks for Harry Potter? We any of them? Own all of them. Because I think I've told you our struggle. I, I've tried to read it before and my oldest is like the Harry Potter guru and he cannot contain himself. <laughs> like keep the information in yeah. and share it. So my other two actually know the whole what happens from him talking about it, but we've decided we're going to we're going to listen to them on audio because that would be newer for him. And we're going to have like a Potter day. This is something we're going to do during the winter once we're done with the book that we're doing right now and just make it a thing, like have hot cocoa. And oh. I'm thinking that like if he's sipping cocoa, then he's less likely to like, you know, spill all the beans. Oh, I and love it. Yeah. yeah. He's actually taking a Harry Potter class on out school right now that he loves. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And that's the second time out school has come up for me this week. So I'm going to have to look into more of their classes because it looks like they just have a ton and they're pretty affordable and you can get lost in there. <laughs> very interest based and stuff. So, um, okay. So I, I actually just found a recipe. We'll have to link to it in the show notes for hot butter beer. Ooh. that I thought would be really fun to have while listening to audiobooks or reading the books together or watching the movies. And then um, the unofficial Harry Potter cookbook, we have cooked from that in the past. And it, it's been a little, a little hit or miss because we tried to make the treacle tart and it was not good. I think we must have done many things wrong or we're just not British enough or something. I don't know. It didn't work. But the pumpkin, uh, pumpkin pasties, is that how you say it? Pasties? I don't even know. I feel like if I say it the other way, I'm referring, I'm referencing something inappropriate for our podcast. So I'm going to say pasties. Um, and <laughs> leave it at that. Um, they were delicious. They were so good. So, um, there's some, there's some recipes in there too, that would be really fun to cook with your kids. And while we're on this topic, my son is reading or has read like multiple times already, Harry Potter, A Journey Through a History of Magic. It's a new release. Ooh. It's not, JK didn't write it, but it, he loves it. So, oh, And you know, they have the illustrated versions now um, yes. and they come out and the last two years I've bought those. You know how Amazon always has their coupon always like, is it $10 off yes. any book or something? In the last two years, I've used that to buy the illustrated versions. Um, and they just came out with the third one. So that will be this year. I'll make sure I buy that and that will be under the tree. So we have all the illustrated versions too, because smart. we're Harry Potter crazy over here. And it just, it kind of just ties in with everything because it's just a very comforting, warm memory kind of 
thing. Yeah, for I us think that's a perfect share winter yeah. thing to immerse yourself in. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been good. And yes, it has. We are. <laughs> I'm gonna, excited. Yeah, yeah. We are going to take a little break from podcasting so that we can spend the holidays with our families and. Um, then we'll be back. Lots of good stuff. We're definitely wishing everybody a very happy holiday season. And it was fun talking with you today. It's always good to talk to you. I'm looking forward to our challenge. Yes, absolutely. So you can find all the details for everything we talked about today at thehomeschoolsisters.com. We'll see everyone soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.